Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Friday, March 19th, 2021, and this is day 1116 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you. Thank you so very much, my Lord, for waking us up to see another beautiful day that you created just for us. Help us, Father, to to take each and every moment to appreciate all that you're doing for us in our lives. Help us, Father, to focus on the good and um, to give you anything that does not line up with your will. Uh, help us, Father, to accomplish what you've given us for today. I ask that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's message is, it's not just a dream. No, 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 it is not. (laughs) God has great things in store for you. And lots of times, He will give us a vision or a dream, but it's not just to hang on to and do nothing with it. It is not just uh, to hang on to, it's to begin implementing. And he shows us this here. Uh, We're going to be coming out of Acts chapter 12, starting at verse 1 through 19. And uh, so I'm going to go ahead and get started on it. Uh, Acts 12 starting at verse 1, and it says, It was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. He had James, the brother of John, put to death with the sword. When he saw that this met with the approval among the Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also. This happened during the festival of unleavened bread. After arresting him, he put him in prison, handing him over to be guarded by four squads of four soldiers each. So four squads with four soldiers each. So and each uh, each of those squads, so that totaled up to be 16 soldiers. Herod intended to bring him out for public trial after the Passover. So Peter was kept in prison but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. The night before Herod was to bring him to trial, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains and sentries stood guard at the entrance. Those are also a type of soldiers. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up. Quick, Get up, he said, and the chains fell off Peter's wrist. Then the angel said to him, put on your clothes and sandals. And Peter did so. Wrap your cloak around you and follow me, the angel told him. Uh, Peter, uh, Peter followed him out of the prison, but he had no idea that what the angel was doing was really happening. He thought... He was seeing a vision. They passed the first and second guards and came to the iron gate leading to the city. It opened for them by itself 
and they went through it. When they had walked the length of one street, suddenly the angel left him. Then Peter came to himself and said, Now I know without a doubt that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from Herod's clutches and from everything the Jewish people were hoping would happen. When this had dawned on him, he he went to those, I mean, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, also called Mark, where many people had gathered, were praying. Peter knocked at the outer entrance and a servant named Rhoda came to answer the door. When she recognized Peter's voice, she was so overjoyed, she ran back without opening opening it and exclaimed, Peter is at the door. <laughs> You're out of your mind, they told her. When she kept insisting that it was so, they, they said, it must be his angel. But Peter kept on knocking, and when they opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. Peter mentioned or Peter motioned with his hand for them to be quiet and described how the Lord had brought him out of prison. Tell James and the other brothers and sisters about this, he said. And then he left them for another place. So he didn't know about the death of his, of, of his dear uh, fellow brother in Christ, uh, James. In the morning, there was no small commotion among the soldiers as to what had become of Peter. After Herod had had thorough search made for him and did not find him, he cross-examined the guards and ordered that they be executed. That's rough. That part was rough that they had to be executed, but it's sad how uh, evil works that way, you know, uh, feels like someone's going to have to be punished. Uh, but, but that is so powerful how even <laughs> Rhoda and the rest of the believers were praying, but then they told her, you woman, you girl, you crazy. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, and it happens sometimes the way God will do it, we'll be so astonished and surprised And it's like, no, this just can't be. (laughs) So point number one, it's time to put your dream or vision into action. Uh Uh-huh. Yep, this is your day. God has supplied you with everything you need to get it done. He has even given you an escort, the Holy Spirit, just like Peter had that the escort of the angel. And and we have our guardian angels as well. to lead and guide him. So the whole, he sent the Holy Spirit to lead and guide um, our steps, you know, as he did with them. All you have to do is get up, like the angel told Peter. Put your clothes on and shoes on and follow the Holy Spirit. God will open and close doors just for you. Even if the person before you wasn't able to accomplish the task, we're not to to look at what others are doing or what they are not doing. What did the Lord give you to do? It's time to bring your dream or your vision to life. Once you come to yourself, (laughs) snapped out of it, the illusion, the illusional mode, you'll recognize the amazing, beautiful things God has done and is doing for you. 
just as he did with Peter. You notice it said when Peter, you know, came to himself, it was like, whoa, because he just really thought it was a dream. Point number two, we must also recognize that God answers our prayers. And when he sends it to you, don't be surprised <laughs> leaving it on your front porch. You know, you get that big delivery and, and you look and you're like, no, that's not for me. And just leave it there. <laughs> yes, your gift has arrived. Your prayers have manifested and they're even greater than you could have imagined or even thought. Now take time out to thank and praise God for it. Celebrate the glorious victory Jesus has given you. Then get back to fulfilling the purpose God has entrusted you with. That is the reason he's given you the vision or the dream to fulfill your purpose. And he knew you would be doing this before you were even in your mother's womb. Can you imagine that? Yeah, he knew what we would be doing. So... Let me tell you <laughs> about a vision, a dream that God had given me and how he's bringing it to pass. He's given me the vision of Transition Zone and uh, helping youth um, with, uh, uh, you know, teaching them skill sets, you know, in plumbing and architecture and robotics and coding uh, you know, in uh, taking care of their homes, uh, life skills, work skills, just, uh, you know, just things that they need in order to feel good about who they are and not fall into the trap, you know, of, um, you know, just of, of crime or, or into the trap of drugs or harming one another. They're going to have, too, a vision they're, they're, they can get into, we'll have people teaching them videography, photography, cooking classes. And so <clears throat> with this vision God had given me, and it all started from being in the schools and noticing how youth, it's also going to be a safe place for rejected youth and those who have been sex trafficked. And uh, seeing how a lot of youth were being rejected I'll never, ever forget. And this stays fresh on my mind, even though it was about five years ago while being in the school office and uh, I had been talking to one of the counselors and I I was down the hall from another counselor's office and I heard her talking to a parent saying, you need to pick your child up. Your son is acting out and, and there's not much more we can do. And the, I heard the mother, she had the mother on speaker and she said, you keep them. I don't want them. There's nothing I can do with him. And I don't have a way to come and get him anyway. You get him. You you handle it. And and I just, I was in shock. And, and I really, I probably had tears coming down my face. It just, it hurt so bad. And uh, it helped me to understand the children that I had the privilege of working with, that they're dealing with so much, so much trauma. But all we see is their reaction. And then even that mother, we see, I saw her reaction, but I don't know what trauma she's gone through as well. You know, so it's going to be for parents also. We'll come alongside parents and work with them and help them uh, 
but not there just to say we're telling you what to do, but coming alongside them and giving them skill sets. So with this vision, I thought, well, Lord, we, he gave me, he said, we'll do it at the church and said, well, there's so many things that need to be repaired at the church. And it's going to, and in my thoughts, I'm thinking, well, it's going to be about $10,000 at least to get it, you know, just a few touch-ups done. (laughs) And so a dear friend, I was talking to her on the phone about this vision. She says, well, I'm going to plant a seed, Jackie, of $250 into your uh, ministry that God has given you to do. And I'm like, really? And we were just talking about something totally different. And when I shared that with her and she mailed me a check, and I, I put it in the bank, uh, the church account, and and I uh, was talking. To, uh, the Lord had me get with my old accountant uh, and got with her, and she quickly suggested to me how to set it up, to set it up as his own entity. And I said, well, you're the one to do it. <laughs> set it up as, as his own nonprofit, his own 501c3. And uh, she had that done in less than two weeks. Uh, and we're waiting on the response on the 501c3, but we can still function. And so now um, I've got to start the bank account. Uh, I've already gotten the uh, our board members. But then a second friend uh, that knew what I wanted to do, she uh, called me and said, hey, I want to give you something for the ministry that you're doing. I'm like, look at God. I was just grateful uh, and excited that whatever it was, you know, just knowing like Peter said, now I know God hears my prayers. And when uh, she, I got to her and I looked in the envelope and it was $20,000, a check for $20,000. And I thought I was in a dream. I thought... (laughs) I I couldn't, I was speechless. I felt like I was going to (laughs) faint. Tears wanted to come out, but they couldn't. Uh, I was just, you know, grateful for her obedience and giving up of that to to me, to entrust this in me, to carry out this vision God has given me to do. And and then I, I was just in awe of God, just how God uh, blesses us to do what he's called us to do in every single way. And now God has given me another vision uh, on how to raise the funds that we need for the operations of the business to to pay the salaries. Uh, This will be something I'll have to do full time and uh, bring on, we'll bring in the people uh, and give them a stipend for doing the, a lot of these trainings that we'll be doing. And here's what God gave me uh, just yesterday to get a thousand people to start, you know, to give $10 a month uh, to this ministry, to Transition Zone. It is a legitimate business. It is, God is uh, in it all the way. And uh, I am trusting in God. So if this is something God has given you to do, hey, let me know. Go to the website uh, and say, hey, I'm one of the 1000 to donate the $10 a month or whatever you want to give. It may be a one-time donation or it might be an ongoing, but that's what God told me. $10, uh, 1,000 people, 
and once a month and we can get you all set up. Uh, I, I'm just in awe at what God is doing and God does not play <laughs> when it comes to getting things going. That is our purpose. What has God shown you? What should you be doing? Don't look at the whole big picture. Take it one day at a time, one step at a time. And God is in control. If you yield unto him, I know he's going to use you greatly. Uh, If you don't know him as Lord and Savior, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Oh, glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name. Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E, be like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, if you are one of those 1,000 <laughs> to give the 10 a month, $10 or whatever it is God puts on your heart, Please just say, I'm one of them. Get Put your information there and we'll get you set up. All right. Uh, and please uh, subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address and receive the four Greek words for love and learn all about God's unconditional love. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.